sitting comfortably, then I'll begin. That's the way computers talk to each other. Unbelievable! Amazing! Fantastic! Welcome, Moon! story opens today at the Slick Observatory, where an international group of scientists, eggheads and double domes, were meeting to dedicate the new giant 1,000-inch telescope. Today we will prove once and for all that there can be no life on the moon. I'm just identifying myself with the computer before logging in. Every device of military science, every defensive weapon, radar, planes, rockets, marshal to destroy a thousand tons of And hello and welcome to Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. I'm Brad Diedrich, the Professor. We've got a slightly interesting edition of the show tonight, uh, which includes an interview done by Brian Giffen from The Annex, our Wednesday night metal show. Um, He stepped up and, and did an interview for me with Alex Campbell from Full Power Happy Hour, who was supporting... Uh, Mick Thomas and uh, the Roving Commission, uh, who were playing uh, up at the Baroque Room uh, this week on uh, Saturday night. Um, but uh, after that, we'll be doing our normal directory uh, things for uh, what's playing here in the Blue Mountains region for this weekend. Um, and then after that, I do uh, I catch up with uh, Matt Downey and Corin Shearston respectively and uh, we uh, we have a bit of a chat about all sorts of things as uh, including the uh, tribute show tomorrow night for um, the descendants and so uh, American uh, punk legends and uh, the boys are a part of a group of uh, local musicians from all sorts of bands who are going to be playing uh, uh, many of the Descendants songs uh, from a particular album from 1982, which uh, was has been remastered and re-released this year. And uh, that album is Milo Goes to College. Uh, but they're also going to be playing uh, some Descendants songs from uh, other albums and uh, probably throwing in a few surprises there. So we'll hear from them a bit later on. 
But uh, first up, we're going to hear the interview that Brian did with uh, Alex Campbell. And uh, we'll hear that after a track from Full Power Happy Hour. And this one's called Well Again. The Annex Radio Show. Tonight I'm interviewing Alex Campbell for another show, not my own. And Alex is the singer with Full Power Happy Hour, who are playing in Katoomba this week. Alex, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it's not a problem at all. Thanks for coming to visit our our humble little village. You are um, actually on tour at the moment with uh, Mick Thomas's band. Yeah, it kicks off 
uh, next week. Mm. Very, very excited to tour with them. This will be our second second time touring with them and they're really, really great people. So we're excited to be on the road with them again. Yeah, so I think, um, I guess people may be familiar with uh, with Mick and his stuff with um, WPA and um, other things that he may have done. Maybe not so much familiar with you and um, and your band. So tell us a little bit about your story, Alex. Yeah, well, Full Power Happy Hours started back in 2019. And then sort of after that, um, we didn't really have that much time being a band and then the pandemic hit. And so we're sort of, a, I guess, a, a pandemic band. Um, we... We got very productive in terms of recording, writing music, because that's all we could do, because we couldn't really play live shows for a little while there. But yeah, we started back in 2019. I had a bunch of songs that I'd written over like a 10 year period. And then I got together with some people that I had played in bands with before, and a couple of new people, Grace uh, on lead guitar. Um, I hadn't really, hadn't really met her very like before and yeah it was the idea was like that it was going to be a recording project and we were just going to record these songs and not really be a band but we ended up sort of playing some shows and really all getting along really well yeah and we put out the album through cool and by sound records which is a local brisbane mianjin uh, label yeah they put out our first album and then maybe like sort of late 2021 we started started picking up again, started playing live shows and we had all these other songs that we've been writing and recording and Cooling By Sound asked us to put out a next album. So we've that's what we've just released and that's that brings us up to now yeah. where we have this new album. Wonderful. That's so, a full power happy hour story. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's pretty much it. I mean, I wouldn't say a nutshell because I don't know if a nutshell would hold all of that. But um, <laughs> we, we, we've got the story down from the band. You've two albums in and you really haven't played. Well, have you played live much? Because, I mean, the, you know, the, the pandemic sort of lifted for a while now. So have you have you done a lot of shows? Yeah, we have actually. Mm. Um, so as soon as things started opening up, we toured, we got to tour the first album miraculously, sort of in between lockdowns. We got down to Victoria in early 2021. And then we, yeah, did a Queensland tour. We were just like up north and southeast Queensland. Um, and yeah, played played a few, few gigs around Brisbane. And then um, Mick Thomas asked us to tour at the end of, oh, sorry, early early this year. Okay. Um, so we... So we managed to um, tour around Queensland again with them and we went, went down to um, Melbourne and a couple of um, Victoria, like regional Victoria towns. Um, yeah, so we have actually sort of, yeah, we've been playing pretty pretty frequently since things opened up. So, yeah. Okay, so how did, um, <clears throat> how did, how did, um, how did Mick come, come, come to know what you were doing? Um, you know what? I'm really actually not sure. <laughs> oh, okay. um, um, I do know that there is like there's a connection between Mick Thomas and um, Steve Bell, who is one of the um, uh, one of the people who run Cool and By Sound Records. I think maybe they are, were friends, sort of, from way back. And yeah, and then I'm um, yeah, I'm not really sure if Steve maybe put our name forward or or Mick sort us out but yeah but you know now we're all one big family so it's great <laughs> oh that's good that's good because you know um 
it's um it's it's great that that somebody with with his stature i suppose would take an interest in in what you're doing it sounds like it's um and you know have not having played much before i guess it must have really come from the recorded work you did i guess was it yeah i mean it did um yeah it did come about after we'd released our our, our debut album through cool and by sound so possibly you know mick follows cool and by sound records and what they put put out and so maybe he heard our album and yeah i mean we're we're very um honored because you know it's i mean it's exciting to be able to tour with like such sort of veteran musicians <laughs> and veteran touring musicians who just you know are so experienced but also we were quite you know we we you know we're like new to the touring music scene and so yeah. we were Pretty, pretty nervous about touring with them but they were all just so down to earth and like just really were quite um generous with their sort of their time and their advice and you know gave us some really good tips so yeah um, yeah we're okay. stoked to be able to tour with them again yeah so what what sort of tips were they able to give you like just just like a few things they may have said obviously because those you know all of those people have been touring now for you know very very long time so they'd have plenty of they'd have plenty of knowledge to to dispense um so what what sort of things most struck you um you know when they were giving you tips and advice about the touring life um yeah i mean so well grace and i who are where the i'm the lead singer and grace is um does vocals as well we um you know doing like five shows in four days was like pretty strenuous for for our voices and we weren't used to sort of the touring life where you know you don't get much sleep and then you're still expected to produce you know a beautiful sound out of your body (laughs) um and so brooke um brooke taylor was um yeah gave us some really good tips about sort of how she preserves her voice while on tour and um, which was yeah really helpful Um, and I know that our drummer Joe got some um, advice about sort of just I don't know tuning drums and that kind of thing and um, also sort of from like an observational kind of point like just kind of watching how Mick Thomas and his band prepared before shows what you know how, what they did throughout the day and um you know we were pretty keen to party and um <laughs> you know they they were like strictly did not party until after the show which you know we learned was actually a pretty good idea <laughs> um, so yeah i guess that's so one thing that, one thing that people kind of do expect um from the touring life is you know partying and stuff like that i i know i've been doing this a a long time and 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 when you talk to people very early in their career they have the same sort of idea if you talk to them 10 years later they're like you know sometimes we don't even have a drink even after the show we just go straight to bed so you know it's um it does wear you down i suppose if you do it for long enough but at the same time it must be um it must still be at that level you know where it's new and exciting for you right yeah it's definitely it's definitely still new and exciting um but I think that this time around, we will be a little bit more sensible. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, we all sort of made the decision that, you know, yeah, we'll probably hold back a little bit and take <laughs> some of the advice that Mick Thomas and Brooke Taylor gave us 
this time around. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm reading in, in your bio there that said, um, you know, um, the heart of your sound uh, dates back to your infatuation with, with female voices of the 60s folk scene. So I guess um, for people who may not have necessarily heard your music before, um, what would some of those voices be? Um, yeah, I think as a sing- as a songwriter and probably probably as a singer as well, I'm um, I think I'm, I'm probably pretty influenced by like Joni Mitchell and Joan Baez and um, um, even sort of you know jazz jazz things like Nina Simone and stuff like that was what I was listening to when I was sort of a teenager. Um, so I think that, you know, there is definitely, that comes through. I mean, people have said that that comes through um, in our music. Um, but I think that, you know, we've really got that jangly sound that's quite, um, um, that's, you know, quite, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's common for Brisbane. Um, <laughs> it's the Brisbane sound, as people yeah. like to call it. Um, I think we can't <laughs> help it because we <laughs> Brisbane. Um, I don't think we meant to, but it came out anyway. Um, and yeah, and yeah. So I think like those sort of those sort of singers, um, definitely. But also, um, you know, like bands like the Pogues and like the Clean. Um, definitely influence us as well i mean yeah joe the drummer and um eliza who does vocals and tambourine like we are all big fans of like traditional irish folk music and the pogues and stuff so i think i don't know yeah it's a <laughs> bit of everything <laughs> yeah okay well then that's cool i mean it's always it's always interesting to take uh, to you know to to, to take a, a bunch of influences and, and um uh, especially ones that that's pretty that's a pretty wide sort of thing but it, it's interesting to say it's a it's a jangly brisbane sound because it definitely does have uh it definitely does have that that um that vibe to it i think that's something that's always been noticed noticeable about brisbane bands um that they do have i don't know what is it about you know, you know it is about a jingly a jangly sort of a sound it's a jangly yeah. town yeah yeah I don't I don't know why honestly I mean the only other sort of place that is known for its jangly sound is you know Dunedin in uh, New Zealand Aotearoa and like so I think um yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure why um Brisbane has been influenced by that um Dunedin scene the most out of the cities of Australia I I have no idea really (laughs) but and and who Who's copying who, really, when you think about it? Because I don't um, know. Got to start somewhere, right? Got to it had to come from somewhere. Um, listen, it's it's been an absolute pleasure um, talking <laughs> with you today. Um, all the best with the show, um, and I hope that um, you are able to return to our town again um, sometime soon. Yeah, thank you so much. We're really excited to come to Katoomba. You'll love it here, and I'm sure that we'll love you too. Thanks very much, Alex. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Shut up.
When I tell you I love you, you don't really care You're the only girl that I've ever loved And I'll let you know when I've had enough What's the matter with me? And welcome back to Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. It's Thursday the 1st of December and we're on that horrible descent into holiday madness. Um, I hope you enjoyed the interview that Brian did there with, uh, with Alex Campbell from Full Power Happy Hour. Uh, who's playing, uh, supporting Mick Thomas and the Roving Commission there uh, to on Saturday at the Broke Room. So um, we'll start going through the rest of the gigs that are on. Now we're going to, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking a bit, bit later to um, Matt Downey and Corin about the gig that's on tomorrow night at the Broke, and that's the uh, the Descendants tribute that's going on. So uh, we'll leave that and uh, we'll be talking about that with them. So the other things that are on, we've got um, 
Josh Pike on at the Broke tonight. So if you missed that one, you can, you can, there's still plenty of time to get there. He doesn't start until nine o'clock and he'll be, uh, he'll be down at the, uh, at the Baroque room doing, um, uh, he's on the, uh, Defined Happiness regional tour and, uh, that kicks off at, uh, about nine o'clock. So plenty of time to get there, listen to the show. And as soon as, uh, as we finish at eight o'clock, you can, uh, get in the vehicle or, uh, take to the streets and get up to the broker room to see Josh Pike tonight. Uh, also, uh, to, uh, tonight, I don't think there's much else on. There's, um, sort of Latin and ballroom dancing at the, uh, at the Masonic Hall to be always, uh, check to make sure that's on. Give them a ring. Uh, that's on tomorrow night. Uh, then, uh, then also, uh, Tomorrow night is uh, jazz night down at the Two Doctors Whiskey Tavern, and that's uh, John Stewart's Cosmic Lounge happening down there, uh, featuring uh, Deanna Atkins and uh, for uh, Two Doctors Jazz on a Friday night, because uh, that's what they do on a Friday night. So uh, get down there and uh, see that. That kicks off at 8.30, as uh, the gigs usually do. Uh, down there at the Two Doctors and goes for a couple of hours, of course. Uh, then on Saturday night, uh, we've got... Uh, let's have a look. We've got Vazesh featuring Hamed Sadig and uh, Jeremy Rose and Lloyd Swanton uh, live at Pigeon Lane happening down there under Gallery 188 down in, uh, in Katoomba Street here in K-Town. That's uh, on Saturday night. That kicks off at six o'clock. So that's a nice early-ish one to get down to. Uh, with all these gigs, uh, you can uh, find them on the uh, uh, Blue Mountains Live Facebook event page and click through to get all your tickets, etc. Um, always buy tickets early because there's always discounts to all these shows. Uh, on Saturday, as we mentioned, uh, Mick Thomas and the Roving Commission being supported by Full Power Happy Hour. And that's at the Baroque Room, and that's the kicks off at seven o'clock. So get there at seven. Um, get your tickets uh, today, and then on on Saturday night, get get down there at seven o'clock to see Full Power Happy Hour, and uh, they uh, they sound great. So um, yeah, definitely get down there to see that one. Uh, we'll just mention that the Winston's are out at Safala. I don't know if, I don't think anybody can hear us in Safala, but they're playing, the boy, local boys are out at uh, at uh, the Royal Hotel out at Safala. That kicks off at 8.30, so if you're heading out that way on Saturday, you should go out and see that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, but uh, we're going to kick off now with... Uh, with uh, the interview that we did with uh, Matt Downey and uh, Cora Houston about the gig at the Baroque Room uh, tomorrow night. Hey, this is Corinne Houston, drummer in Magma One, Quiet Carriage in Section 10, writer for the Hayes Magazine, Loud Online, and Houston and Greeley Entertainment Media. You're listening to Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. Don't forget to tune into Blue Mountains Live with Brad Diedrich Thursday for all live music gigs for the entire Blue Mountains. Keep it classy. You're listening to Blue Mountains Live with Brad Dietrich. 
Okay, and welcome back to Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. I just wanted to say, uh, say thank you to uh, Brian Giffen, who is interviewing Alex Campbell there from um, Full, Full Power Power Happy Hour, who are playing with Matt Thomas this weekend um, on Saturday night uh, down at the Baroque. Now, um, because we're doing a, a Baroque night, uh, we thought we'd uh, talk to... A few people who are going to be playing on Friday night at the Baroque, playing tomorrow night. And uh, and that's uh, Matt Downey and Corin Shearston. Welcome to the show, Hello, boys. folks. Good so you should, sounds like you should just come to our thing on a Friday and then hide out in the toilets and be there for the thing on, on Saturday. Yeah, be, be promise, yeah. That sounds yeah. like the voice of experience there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you used to do down in town, maybe at the Civic oh. or a few few venues in town, just hide out in the loos? And, and... I, I made uh, the effort to climb the wall for the first big day out and spent the night in the showgrounds in Sydney. Oh, wow. S- sleeping on cement, like concrete bags and inhaling that dust. And then we got up the next morning and realised that we'd only scaled the exterior wall and we hadn't, we weren't actually <laughs> in the showgrounds at all. So, yeah, and oh, I virtually hospitalised myself and, uh, yeah, and, and almost didn't get to see what we'd, what we'd scammed our way into. Right, right. That's quite a, they, they, those are quite large walls. They were quite large. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of work. Sort of brick walls. It was walls. a lot of work, yeah. Um, yeah, particularly for a delicate young goth like me, you know. Right, right. <laughs> well, that costume jewellery, you know. For the, we, for um, the hairspray. Yeah, exactly. Hairspray <laughs> right, right. All the, yeah, indeed. Lots, yeah. lots of things to get caught up with. Exactly. <laughs> All the pocket chains. Yeah. No, I just remember it. We, um, we were down at – we used to live, like, down at Randwick, and so we went to uh, went to the showground for um, – for, uh, for just for the you know fairs and things and they had yeah. they had they had like a mint um demo in there you know from the mint and so they right. were like pumping out coins they had the um they had the machine there to actually press coins and yeah. uh next next to them they had a somebody selling backpacks but we just went around the back of this this building to um just to have some lunch and we noticed some bags in the bushes and and we thought oh that's odd this is backpacks in the bushes and so we looked inside and they were full of minted coins no um, way right near the, the the huge brick walls that surrounding the showground and wow. and uh, obviously what had happened is these guys had broken in filled the bags with coins but then got round the back and and couldn't get the bags over the wall so, <laughs> yeah, bad planning. So they just they just left them there, you know. So. Did you abscond with them? No, of course. Well, no. How, how are we going to do that? Well, if if these, you know, sort of muscly sort of you know bank robbers couldn't yeah. get them over the walls, we're not going to do. It. No, we just wandered back around to the to the mint, and we said, "Oh, look, there's uh, these bags full of coins around the back." <laughs> and, and they just went, oh, yeah, not nicely done, guys, you know, and just yeah. gave us a, 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 a little, little, you know, bag of bag of treats, you know, gave us some oh, coins nice. and some collectibles and blah blah blah. I said thanks very much. And I uh, see, you know, honesty, honesty is the best policy. Well, that's it. So we, you know, and gave us a little note so we could just wander out the front front gate with all the all these little treasures. Oh, awesome. Very good. I still, I still would have made an effort to take the coins. 
Well, that's where your mind instantly goes, yeah. of course, when yeah, you're, yeah, when you're a young. Yeah, girl. I mean, I think you know, I think <laughs> I would, I would tell my, I would tell my eight-year-old to be honest and and report the theft. But I think know. it was very much just laziness rather than um, sure avoiding the mischief. So sure, sure. We, we just, are we going to we going to try and hoik these bags around? Because they weighed a ton, you know. They were just yeah, like, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you but you're obviously talking about a period too where where twenty cents actually bought you, you know. No, well, this yeah. is true. You know, and these were like yeah. you know minted new dollar coins and things. So. Oh my goodness! So I think I don't think the dollar coin had been you know in circulation for very long. So. Oh yeah, that sounds great. I I, I remember um, mates of mine would just buy a gold pen, gold paint pen from the from the um, news agents on the way home from school, and gold up a ten cent piece, and that was that was such a new coin. Yeah, right. That if you if you presented it to the shopkeep with the queen yeah, face yeah, up. Of course. They 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 wouldn't And with a little twice. bit of extra extra plated gold from the pen, it would yeah, exactly. it would actually yeah. be slightly heavier and would appear Exactly. Be, yeah. Uh, very uh, very industrious. In my cleaning <laughs> frenzy I've thrown five cent pieces in the bin because I'm just like you know, five cents ain't ain't really much these days, but I know they all add up eventually. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. It's the effort. You've got to put the the worth you know, against the effort, you know, it's, it's That's true. your time, even if you're, a, you know, even if you're unemployed, your time is still worth more than, than what that five cents would be worth, you know. The, yeah, the I've, been collection of five cents. I've been taking bottles and cans to the return and earns that are around, like at the Wenny Falls Country Club and the one in Katoomba and stuff. And, right. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, I got 760 on about a uh, hundred can, hundred cans and bottles. That's, that's, that's definitely right. a payoff. Yeah, yeah, and the, these days that'd buy you a pickle, you know. Yeah, but I think you, sh- you could employ a, a five cent piece to a much greater cause and throw it at wealthy people, and and in some kind of ironic, you know, <laughs> like do do do, 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 a, do a wealthy person. Well, the, see, the thing I like about the Blue Mountains is that someone. You know, like a you know a sculptor or a or a John Ellison could or a, make something you know, nice out of would, it. Yeah. Would they take the pieces and do do an an, an art piece with it? Yeah, you know? and then um you know take it off the gang gang, stick it in the in the in the window, and you know get seven grand for it. That's <laughs> that's the way you got to we think. could we could segue into how many five pieces it would cost to come to the Descendants tribute show. We well, could we could that. indeed. I was trying to think of some sort of segue there, but. Uh, I was going to go um, creative, uh, Colin, blah, blah, Colin's blah. Colin's a marketing master. Well, you've both <laughs> done it. You've both done it. I'm just along for the ride. <clears throat> okay, so what we're talking about, uh, gentle listeners, is that uh, on Friday night, the, the boys are involved in a, a tribute night to a band called Descendants. And uh, if you're uh, unaware of the uh, sort of American punk history that uh, they're part of, the Descendants were an American band, but then uh, would you say a, were a reaction at the time to English punk bands? Not really. I, formed in the early 80s, so the album that we're paying particular homage to, we're playing extra songs, but the album we're paying particular homage to is um, was released in 82. Right. So it's, for, it's 40 years old this year. Right. And... Um, so I mean, the Ramones predate these guys, but the Ramones made a very bubblegum, bubblegum sort of Phil Spector friendly um, pop 
music. And these guys really are the pioneers of, like, there'd be, there'd be no, no effects or Blink-182s or uh, Bad Religions or... Wise, maybe, or... Yeah, um, MXPX. There'd, be, there'd, be, there'd just simply be none of these other bands. So they're really... They're more... Well, Corrin's um, been... Uh, it, very uh, educational on this topic. I just like them, but he's gone to the extent of, of doing, you know, doing research. the research for his, yeah. for his, um, for his, his journalism, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah but I probably. still hear, you know, the beginnings of things like Green Day and things like that. In and There'd be no, there'd be no Green Day. There'd be no Green guys, Day without so, them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. they basically invented what we come to know as pop punk today. Mm. I mean, they were one of the, you know, originators of man, like, you know, in American punk, say the Stooges were before the Ramones. They were pretty dirty. The Ramones were pretty dirty, and then they were a bit faster and slicker. Mm. The, the Descendants were dirty and, and fast and slick and full of heaps of attitude. So mm. they're, they're a great band, and um, it's been a blast playing these songs, yeah. Mm. So is uh, the last time I talked to Matt, there didn't seem to be any plan for any too much rehearsal um, to play these songs. Have you actually been rehearsing? Yeah, actually, probably more. I mean, Corin and I have just finished uh, our litter project together, and we probably we probably rehearsed. Uh, we've definitely rehearsed more for the Descendants thing than we than we did for our originals. Right. Absolutely. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're they're not. I mean, they're no they're by no stretch easy songs to play. No one's no one has had a good time. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much there's so much fun to listen to and jump around to, and there'll be so much fun to perform, but they haven't been any fun at all to learn. No, of course. Well, I mean, speak for yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, but I mean, I think I think in any band, the singer's probably got the easiest gig, mm. um, and it, it's been far from easy. Like the the, yeah. the most most intricate um, and verbose uh, quantity of words in small, you know, in these kind of ejaculations of, of monstrous pop noise. It's just, it's really, really hard to. Now, I, to... I, I, I hate to bring it up, Matt, but uh, you're, you're closer to my generation than you are probably to Corin's. Totally. So yeah. uh, <laughs> is it, is it old age? old man is it is it no, starting no, to catch no, no. up with you because i mean because i mean they they I, i'm to understand that the singer and the descendants uh struggles himself sometimes yeah, and right. has and, and has done look it, it's a like it's a it, it it's trying to it, you i could i didn't know how many words were in each of these songs and i have my my son is named after this album all right um so I'm a huge fan, yeah. Um, and I and I and I love this album, but I don't think I was ever singing the correct words because you just—it's almost impossible. Yeah, you look. You get to a song like "I Want to Be a Bear," yeah. And even the singer from Pennywise had trouble singing this when he was like doing karaoke with the Descendants. You right. Get to a song like "Ponyage," which yep. is 30 seconds, but it's practically like it's almost as proggy as a bloody Rush song. I mean, yes. It goes all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very clever how they do it, and I don't, and I don't understand. But it's a, it's its own, 
genre, and it's just so, why it's why they're this, they're still the masters of it, you know. So remind everybody the name of the album so that they can go. Look it well, up. so that so this album in particular is called Milo Goes to College, yep. um, named after the frontman Milo Ackerman, who's who left the band to do a uh, degree in um, chemistry, I think. So just uh, just let me know. Um, so Milo goes to college. Is is Milo goes to college? Was that is it like a re-release or what's what's the story? Is it is it because it, it, the release date on the album is 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 this year? Well, no, it came out in eighty two. So, so whatever's came out, coming out now is is the fortieth anniversary. Is the 40th. is the is the yeah. so yeah? I went and had a look and it yeah. had um, yeah. it had two thousand twenty two on it. I thought. Oh hello! That's is it like a remastered? Is yeah, it'll be a remaster. Be all that, yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Descendants, cool. look, the Descendants had a couple of original singles before this. I mean, they had like Ride the Wild, and it's a hectic world when they were still like a snotty garage band. And this is their first album. Milo was only nineteen when he recorded the vocals for it, hence why maybe um, people in the age range of Matt may struggle with some of the speed of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're not too old for a smack, boy. <laughs> so, so how, of course, drumming to drummer, how have you been coping with the, with the speed? Are you, uh, you, uh, um, not finding it too bad? Been a good outlet for my hyperactivity. Right. Um, it's uh, pretty busy. I mean, but I love, you know, No Effects. They're my favorite punk band. Rancid, Friends of Rom, who right. actually did a parody T-shirt. Shane goes to tape of this. <laughs> Milo goes to college. All right, very good. And they've done they've done an album with the drummer actually. They just and they're doing their next album with the with the drummer as well, the Descendants drummer. Yeah, Bill Stevenson. Mm, yeah, okay. I think I think they're about to do their second album with him. And and totally, Matt's been Matt's great. Matt's a seasoned pro. He's been into drugs. He's been in litter. He's been in you know Death Mattel, Cousin Betty. So he knows his, he knows his source. He knows his stuff. And, um, yeah, he's been good. So. Yeah, the only um, time um, I had uh, interaction with, with the Descendants was when, back in the day, I played in a band that um, they did one Descendants song, but they, they, they were pretty much like a damn song, and they did the, the song they did was a song called I'm the One, which is I think off Everything Sucks. And, it, and, and the thing that used to happen is because these guys were generally, um, you know, not totally... Um, on on the on the ball at the time is is half the band would think we were playing new rows and and half the band would think right we're, we're playing um, yeah right playing it is, the ones because there's, there's yeah. a, like a little well just in the yeah. beginning couple of chords yeah yeah you know yeah yeah and so yeah I can see that yeah. well I mean that's but that's a good that's a great example is that we actually I'm the one is in our set as well oh brilliant. Um, uh, along with a couple of other kind of choice cuts from other albums, but right. um, but uh, that's a great uh, indication of just how pop sensible these guys are. Punk gets a punk is kind of a, a, a an ugly, tarring word that that covers a broad variety of things, and and I've made the point in in the. Um, uh, information on the event page on Facebook that I think the descendants are what to to American punk what the buzzcocks were to right. English punk. Right. Great pop sensibility, great beautiful pop songs that if you slowed them down and played them on any other instrument, they'd be Beatles ballads, you know. 
I really would. But of course, know? if you go and see them live, it's a totally different story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and those guys still. Well, I mean, what they'd be they'd be older than you and I again, Brad. And they 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 perform like they're sixteen years old. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and they come from the same ethos as a group like the Beastie Boys, where they're just saying what they knew about. And sometimes they could be really juvenile and silly. Sometimes they could be really. Yeah, know, that's true. Of, Insightful mm. and, and and critical of society, and political, and yeah, of relationships yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, no, but, but hopefully, people. still know how to put on a show, put on a live show. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they own it. This is, yeah, exactly. Um, I was blown away the last time I saw them, it was probably about, I don't know, eight years ago now at the Enmore Theatre. But yeah, they're, right. they're, they're like, yeah, they're, they're like children, yeah, yeah, jumping everywhere. The singer, the singer, unashamedly. Has a, a camel pack, a water, you know, the water pack oh, yes. that, that you wear he, so that he doesn't have to stop for a, a drink. <laughs> so he can just throw a straw in his mouth and, and in between songs and, and he's good to go. Good heavens. Yeah. <laughs> I just and, recently uh, watched, um, watched. Uh, you, did you watch the, the, the first show of, of uh, The Damned doing, yeah, the, 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 uh, the original lineup? Playing, no. Playing the Hammersmith. Yeah, go and watch that. And yeah, before right. they even get started, everybody's jumping around like idiots, you know. Yeah, right. And uh, they, you know, they're, they're letting people on stage jumping around, you know, before they even get started. And I think they kicked it off with a Stooges song, you know. So right. Um, and that that just kept going, and they didn't stop, you know. They basically just went bang, you know. And the, but it, there was no there was no commercialism. There was no big light show or whatever. They just got up on stage and let it rip. Yeah, yeah, right. And so uh, hopefully that's what we're looking forward to on Friday night with you guys. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. no question. We've got um, Red Planet Re Repairs, um, local boys, and Queensland Cops, they're also local boys. Right. Um, it being a, a Barney Collins show, that's the, the premise of those is just genuine, genuinely to create interest in the support bands. So you come along to see your fam the, the things that you're familiar with, but you hopefully get your ass down there early enough to appreciate some local content, you know? Brilliant. So um, so for everybody listening, so that's, uh, that's tomorrow night, that's Friday night at the Baroque. What time should they get there so they get the first uh, kickoff? Uh, doors at 7.30, is that right, Cos? Oh. Um, Door, doors at 7.30, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tickets in advance will be cheaper, and you can get those. Go, go to the event page. Uh, it's called um, Coverage, coverage, which uh, the descendants quite often have a, a word with age at the end of it, like marriage or yeah, yeah. bike age or Tony age or my age. So it's called Coverage. <laughs> Yeah. Or co or coverage, and um, yeah, and go and find the the event page and get your tickets through there. They'll be cheaper, than three three bucks cheaper than on the door on the night. Brilliant, brilliant. So go do that now, guys. And so, um, just quickly, we'll um, we might just find out from you guys what each of you is doing. If uh, you want to let us know what else has been going on. Uh, well, we've got the after the we play the. Barney Collins biennials always happen at the Baroque and then um, and then subsequently at the factory. So the Descendant show will go down to the factory in Marrickville the following weekend. Right. Um, 
and Litter's Litter's done, but Connor's uh, Corin's um, super busy. He's in 20, 20 or thirty other bands up here. So <laughs> yeah, I did I did six rehearsals in two days in the past two days. So oh, I've God. been I've been too busy. Um, Who for? Name check. Okay. Yeah, the Cure tribute show is, is in the works. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, Trash Baby, Magma One, Ear Projector, Orion, and uh, Red Planet Repairs. Because I may or may not be appearing in more than one band on, on Friday night. Uh, <laughs> not, yeah, on just, drums, though, not on drums, but, but perhaps, he'll, perhaps. He'll just he'll just change hairstyles from one band. To oh, one. that actually, cause you just reminded me. If anybody's a Descendants fan enough to know words to any of the songs. On Milo goes to college. Just oh, hello. Um, put put your hand up and ha- and, and jump up and have a sing. There we I'm, go. I'm it's it, it, it's a it's an unofficial open mic on. on well, t- effectively, because I like I'm you know I'm not proud or so proud that I can't share the stage with other enthusiasts. It's not I'm I'm, I'm not even the best singer in the band, so I'm hardly going to be the best singer in the room. And the, so, yeah, the Yanks call this uh, punk rock karaoke. Yeah, we're, we're um. We're friendly. We won't bite. You know, we've got we got Joe on bass, who was in a band with Matt back in the day. We've got Ruben Sanchez. He was in a band called um, Chill Switch. Switch. Joe was yeah. in a band with Matt called Split Scene. We got Joe's son Jamie on guitar, and he's in a band called Slurred Pink, S L E R D Pink. Um, and then yeah, me and Matt. So brilliant. Okay, well, thank you guys for coming on. Cheers, and, Brad. Uh, Thanks for having us. And uh, I'm sure um, I'm sure it's uh, it's going to pack out and uh, and be a big night. All the usual. Fingers crossed. Indeed. And uh, if you uh, if you want to have a bit of a sing, maybe get there early and just uh, search out Matt. Um, I'm sure yeah. he's he's not hard to miss. Um, short and bald. You'll know me. Short and bald is the old guy sitting in the corner looking tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he's a gnarly dude. He's a gnarly dude. And uh, and uh, just have a quiet word, and you might get to uh, jump up. But of course, uh, you know you've got to make a bit of a show of it. So we want to see, uh, you know, somersaults, and uh, then the oh, yes. sing your bit, and then a bit of a uh, bit of stage diving after. <laughs> just don't, you know, look after yourselves in the pit. Don't don't be too crazy. You, know, you might have to go to the physio like I did the other day. Oh dear, yeah, but that's just because you're just doing way too much there, Corey. Way too much. Too many bands. How about let's start a holiday fund for for Corin? Go fund me. Go fund me campaign. Buy Corin a new spine. Corin needs a new spine to survive. Let me me afford a ticket to America because I want to. I want to escape Australia for a bit. Oh dear! Look out, America. Okay, guys. Now, as usual, as usual, I'm going to um, ask uh, for you guys to pick something to play out. Well, uh, notionally, you're going to put on a Descendants song. We, my, I think we have to, yep. My favourite, 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 and it's not off Milo Goes to College, uh, but it's a song called Talking. Right. Okay. Cos, would you agree? Talking, yeah. It's yeah. Blah, right. blah, 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 blah. It's good. Yeah. Excellent. All right, we'll, we'll play that out. And, um, yeah, good luck on, on the night, guys. Take Thanks. care. Thanks for the interview. Yep. And, uh, See you Friday. See you and tomorrow. Everybody get along on Friday. Um, we'll put up yeah. all the links as well to get to the events page. So if you're having trouble finding it, just go to the uh, Blue Mountains Live um, Facebook events page and we'll put all the sort of links there um, to get to uh, to buy your tickets. 
Thanks again, Brad. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. So thanks for listening to the show tonight. Guys, you've been on Blue Mountains Live with Brad Diedrich, the professor, here on Thursday, the 1st of December on Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. Uh, I, I imagine there's a few people who got a bit annoyed that uh, that Matt and Cora and I got a bit carried away there, but uh, I don't get to chat to the boys too often and uh, I do like to catch up. If you're uh, if you like heavy and punk music up here in the mountains, you're uh, you're going to be in for a treat tomorrow night. Go along, um, support the guys for the uh, Descendants tribute, and uh, look out for all the uh, the different bands that the two boys are in: Trash Baby, Litter, uh, and all the other things that uh, God Corin does. Um, how, I'm sure there's a couple of him. I really think it's evidence of uh, of cloning because he's uh, he's in too many bands. He can't be in that many places all at once unless there's clones or doppelgangers of him about. So um, yeah, have a great night tonight. Um, if you're going off to see Josh Pike, enjoy that. If you're going to see uh, the boys tomorrow night at the Broke, enjoy that. And uh, don't forget to see some other things. Uh, there's. Blues and jazz happening down at the Two Doctors. 
There's, uh, yeah, there's Orchard Boat down at Arnie Ed's. Um, Rob Yule and uh, Bijan will be down there at uh, at Arnie Ed's on Sunday, and that's always a good one if you like a bit of gypsy jazz, etc. Um, and that always kicks off about 6 o'clock. So there's a few things to get out and see. Have a great uh, weekend, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. Don't forget to listen to The Breakfast Show tomorrow from 7 till 9 and then from 9 o'clock I'll be hosting this week's episode of Go Blue the Blue Mounts Tourism Show and uh, we've got Laurie uh, Laurie Mode on who's uh, from the CEO from Outdoors uh, New South Wales NACT and uh, that's a, a great little story there that she's got information about Um, what her organisation is doing. So, um, as I said, have a great weekend and we'll catch you next week on Blue Mountains Live when we'll be talking to uh, people who are playing the next round of Sounds of Our Towns, Mountain Get Down. Um, So uh, listen out for that one. Okay. So stay tuned now for uh, Steve Perry and View from the Stand next here on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM.